ओम नमो भगवते ಸಾಧ್ಯಾಪ್ರಸದಿಸಿಪ್ರೀಂಪರ್ಸನಾಲಿಟಿ full can get all knowledge in one moment shtanya shtamrita vande nanta dvutaishwaryam shri chatani mahaprabhu nichopiyat prasadatsya bhakti shastra pravartakam i offer my respectful obeisances to the unlimitedly and wonderfully powerful lord chatanya mahaprabhu by whose mercy the most fallen person can become a teacher of bhakti shastri that's what it says bhakti shastra pravartaka tam shrimat krishna chatanya devam vande jagat gurum yasyanukam paya swapi mahabdim santaretsukam i offer my respectful obeisances to shri chatanya mahaprabhu by whose grace a little dog can cross a big ocean very happily and easily ಜೈ ಶ್ರೀ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಚೈತನ್ಯ ಪ್ರಭು ನಿತ್ಯಾನಂದ ಶ್ರೀ ಅದ್ವೈತ ಗದಾಧಾರ ಶಿವ ಸದಿ ಗೋರಭಕ್ತವೃಂದ ಹರೇ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಹರೇ ಕೃಷ್ಣ 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 ಹರೇ 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 ರಾಮ ಹರೇ ರಾಮ 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 ಹರೇ ಹರೇ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಗಿವ್ಸ್ ಆಸ್ ಮರ್ಸಿ ಆಲ್ವೇಸ್ in uh, the introduction to the bhagavad gita shila prabhupad quotes a chatanya charitamrita verse um, saying maya mugda jiver nahi svatah krishna gyan for a jiva living and bewildered by bewildered by maya knowledge of krishna doesn't manifest on its own svata therefore jivare kripaya koila to give mercy to a jiva or to every jiva lord krishna krishna jiva kripaya koila krishna veda purana krishna has made veda and purana has given veda and purana <clears throat> so some of us sometimes think i i need some mercy so hmm, there is mercy <laughs> whole bookshelves <laughs> of mercy from krishna <clears throat> so considering that this is uh, still the bhagavatam class maybe we <clears throat> will still chant a verse from the bhagavatam this section by the way it's uh, the same section that shila prabhupad uh, quotes quotes wholesale he takes the whole uh, passage in his markine bhagavata dharma when he comes to the shore of america he <clears throat> says how will i preach here and and then he quotes these verses which is quite interesting that by hearing 
let's chant. Shinvatam Sakata Krishna Punya Shavana Kirtana Ridyanta Stoya Badrani Vidunoti Suhrit Satam Shinvatam Sakata Krishna Punya Shavana Kirtana Ridanta stohya badrani, vidunoti suhritsatam. Maybe we should do also word for word. Shinvatam. Those who have developed the urge to hear the message of. The urge. That's good. Svakata. His own words. Krishna, the personality of Godhead. Punya, virtuous. Shravana, hearing. Kirtana, chanting. Hridi antastaha, within one's heart. He's already inside. He, certainly. Abhadrani, Desire to enjoy matter. Literally, abadrani means inauspicious things or bad fortune. Things that are creating bad fortune. So, unlucky things. And so, Krishna clears them. <clears throat> but Srila Prabhupada immediately explains where the bad, the bad fortune uh, comes from. From the material desires. So, Krishna, vidunoti... Um, Cleanses, Suhrit, benefactor, Satam, of the truthful, or the worshippers of the truth. Translation by His Divine Grace Prabhupada. Shri Krishna, the personality of Godhead, who is the Paramatma, super soul in everyone's heart, and the benefactor of the truthful devotee, cleanses desire for material enjoyment from the heart of the devotee who has developed the urge to hear his messages, which are in themselves virtuous when properly heard and chanted. And then Prabhupada says, messages of the personality of God at Shri Krishna are non-different from Him. <clears throat> then he says something um, which makes me a little uncomfortable. And somehow, first time I read, I didn't notice this word here. Strangely. First time you read, you just read the, everything else, but this word we don't usually somehow notice. And then after a few, years, a few years of struggle, all of a sudden it tur- turns out there was this other word here. Whenever therefore offenseless hearing and glorification of God are undertaking, it is to be understood that Lord Krishna is present there in the form of transcendental sound, which is as powerful as the Lord personally. As far as I remember, this is also the purport where uh, 
Srila Prabhupada says that <clears throat> Krishna, yeah, here it is, yes, this is the place. The Lord is more anxious to take us back into his kingdom than we can desire. He cannot even possibly ever have such a strong desire as he has to bring us back. Which I think is a very good news. <laughs> At least he wants, and if he wants, he has a plan. And so even if it takes time, still <clears throat> Krishna will have some arrangement. Most of us do not desire at all to go back to Godhead. Only a very few men want to go back to Godhead, but anyone who desires to go back to Godhead, Sri Krishna helps in all respects. So, <clears throat> how does he help? He sends us, uh, there is SMS, and this is probably will be LMS. SMS is short message, right? And this is, you cannot even call L long message, right? He sends us the whole libraries. Maybe library message or something. <laughs> For every uh, type of a devotee and practitioner, so we can advance. And <clears throat> I remember some years ago I was um, chanting in Terkadamba. We had our Govardhan retreat and <clears throat> I have one bush at Terkadamba where we go there during the Govardhan retreats. It's a very uh, special place where Krishna uh, goes to um, herd his cows. <clears throat> there are many beautiful pastimes happening there. And it's also a very peaceful, uh, sacred, special place for chanting. So usually uh, all devotees, we go there to have a whole day of focused chanting, 64 rounds. So I have one bush there where I um, frequently go to try to try and focus on, on my round. So I remember a couple of years ago I was sitting and chanting and then I was um, trying to uh, understand or somehow rather pray what is the uh, path, which what is, what is the mechanism or system, process, sequence of steps which helps us advance. And, and uh, somehow rather I remember these nine stages of progress in devotional service and I remember that I was inspired that Rupa Goswami does give us the nine stages to help us advance to help us advance and if we study them in depth we will probably see we will have the complete map of how to move forward so maps you know so in every modern cell phone you have Google Maps, and then if you need to get somewhere, you just uh, say where you want to go, and it says, okay, turn left, turn right, move, move for, of course, nowadays they don't even say left, right, they just say turn south, and you think, my God, where is south, where is, <laughs> try to figure out <clears throat> where is the south, but they guide step by step, so Krishna also guides us step by step, he gives us a map how to advance. All, all the stages are there. <clears throat> we mentioned also yesterday about some additional steps that Krishna um, Bhakti has according to Vishnachakarati Thakur. 
So he begins a little earlier, he begins with Satam Kripa. He begins with the uh, mercy of devotees, Mahatseva. And he, he also um, quotes, he begins one verse earlier by Punya Tirta Nishevanat, by um, coming to the holy places and associating with devotees. Nishevanat mean, means regularly associating. And Tirta means a ford or a place where you can cross to the other side, cross over the river to the other side. And then by some encounter with devotees, we may get Satam Kripa, we may get some mercy of devotees. So it seems that there are different kinds of association, one before Shraddha and one after Shraddha. So before we have Shraddha, before we have faith, it is also association, but it doesn't have the same potency, and it's not uh, probably something that can be called Bhakti Yoga Sadhana. And after we collect enough Bhakti Sukriti, Bhakti Unmukhi Sukriti, the good fortune that uh, transforms our heart, and then, then we want to, we are in, so Shraddha can be sometimes, we see Srila Prabhupada um, gives a very merciful translation, it can be translated as interest. So some interest in prema, love of Godhead. <clears throat> and oftentimes you can see that by reading Srila Prabhupada's books, by associating with devotees, we think, um, we, by, by seeing, okay, there is bhakti yoga, yoga of love of God, yoga of love of God. It seems rather uh, simple, accessible, and straightforward. You think, oh yeah, I can attain God through love, right? Yeah, sounds good. I can, can I love God? Yeah, I can love God. Yes, that's okay. I can love Him. And then I will quickly advance. And it sounds like almost within your reach. You know, just, okay, aha, uh -huh. so love, okay. So love, ah, Hare Krishna. And then I will come to the temple and quickly advance. <clears throat> devotional service. It's also the glory of this process and the glory of Srila Prabhupada that he makes it uh, sound so accessible. It's, uh, it sounds easy, although uh, it's probably not the proper word. It's simple in, in uh, performance. It's a, it's a rather straightforward process. However, uh, we see that there are many subtle, subtle and gross obstacles and there are many ways how to make it actually proper, like we notice this, offenseless, you know, removing offenses to make it really effective. <clears throat> so in the beginning we may get Shraddha and we may get interest. You may think, yes, love of God, yes, that's, that's what I want. I want love of God. And then I will, I, it sounds like a very happy path, path of love. <clears throat> beginning, beginning with uh, faith. So, I also find it interesting that faith in uh, Rupa Goswami's description is the first step. Whereas in some places we, you hear almost it's like the end to have faith. Brother, have faith. <laughs> Develop faith. Believe. Whereas for us, for us in Bhakti Yoga, faith, it's, it's the step zero. 
almost. And from there you have nine more or, or uh, how many, twelve more steps to <clears throat> achieve, achieve prema. And um, you can also connect this shraddha to uh, knowledge. So for us, shraddha is not just believe, 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 it's knowledge. Srila Prabhupada says, where is the question of um, belief? It's a question of knowledge. We have uh, a video on YouTube of an interview with uh, Carl Gustav Jung, who was um, given high marks by Srila Prabhupada in his dialectic spiritualism, where, where Haigriva and Shemasundar discuss all philosophers. So there is this video, they ask him, um, so do you believe in God? And Jung says, believe? No, I don't believe in God. I know that God is there. It's not the question of belief, it's the question of knowledge. <clears throat> so for us, faith is uh, not just uh, some belief, it's the question of knowledge. Maybe we uh, have not experienced everything, but we know. And it, this knowledge becomes more and more uh, certain. So in the beginning it's shraddha, in the beginning it's some knowledge, and it's some uh, conviction, some interest in um, prema, Krishna prema, love of God. <clears throat> and then it uh, translates again into sadhu sangha, associating with people who uh, <clears throat> practice devotional service. Vishnu Chakravarti Thakur adds, you can see, he adds uh, a couple more stages here. Guru Padashraya and Bhajaneshu Spriha. So Guru Padashraya, seeking shelter of Guru. It's usually the very first element of the 64 elements of bhakti, seeking a shelter of guru. Because if I want to advance, I want a guide. So if you have a guide, you can, uh, you can advance in the fastest possible way. Any, anything, anything you do. If somebody shows how to do, it, it works much faster. <clears throat> what to speak about the spiritual life. So Guru Padasha. And then Bhajaneshu Spriha, desire, Spriha, eagerness or desire. Uh, Bhajaneshu, for Bhajan or worship. Bhajan is more than just, it's, we can say, loving, worshipful service. So Bhajan. So that means we uh, try to, we practice loving worship and service to to the Lord. And then bhakti. Bhakti, and this is bhajana kriya in Rupa Goswami, means the actual practice of devotional service, bhajana kriya. <clears throat> and then anartha pagama, anartha apagama, disappearance of obstacles. The obstacles begin to um, disappear. Which hopefully, you know, we in the beginning we think, yeah, okay, obstacles. What obstacles do I have? Okay, maybe two or three. Okay, well, that's, we, will, we will remove them. <clears throat> Did you feel very hopeful and um, 
determined and enthusiastic in the beginning that yes, we will quickly achieve success. Did you, did you have this feeling? I, had, I, I have a friend <clears throat> who joined and he, he was saying, he, he was a rather good businessman. He was, it was a little funny, he, he, he was unmarried and he liked devotees, he wanted to become a devotee. And, uh, but uh, he had a few business deals that were just about to come down. So he uh, thought, Hare Krishna, welcome. Thanks for coming. <clears throat> and so he thought, let me first uh, finalize these few business, business deals. Okay, so there is, let me uh, make uh, another $20,000. You know, it's just two, two business deals and I, I'll just make another $20,000 and it's, and it's done. And then I will become a brahmachari in the brahmachari ashram. Which sounded like a very uh, rash, rational plan, yes? And then uh, his first, this uh, first business deal, he was cheated severely. He lost half of his money, and then in the second, he lost the second half of his money. So he lost all the money <laughs> he had. So then he thought, maybe I should join now. <laughs> should I should I try and recoup and recover all this money? And he said, ah, what's the point? Let me join now anyway. <clears throat> so he joined, and uh, and then he says he he he, he joined. And um, he thought, oh, but it's now uh, spring, and uh, then in half a year the winter will come, and I, I don't have winter boots, and it may be cold in winter. So, but then he thought, but come on, winter will come in half a year. In half a year I will be self-realized. I will, not, I will need no boots, right? <laughs> In half a year, I'll be self-realized. I'll be immune to cold and heat. So you know, why bother? That who who cares? Boots, no boots. <laughs> so that's the spirit. Yes, in the, sometimes in the beginning. Yeah, in half a year, I will, you know, be able to do anything and everything. <laughs> so eagerness and shraddha. Just more enthusiasm, utsaha mai, yeah? initial enthusiasm and courage, which is good and fine. <clears throat> and then we start practicing, and suddenly we discover that some obstacles are not only outside but also inside. It's very weird. You know, we before we were convinced that all the obstacles are him and her. <laughs> <laughs> and then all of a sudden it turns out that something also is me. <laughs> I remember when I, I uh, hitchhiked uh, 8,000 kilometers from West Ukraine, Lviv, you know, it's next to Poland, to Baikal, north of Mongolia, <clears throat> to join a Buddhist monastery. It was before Krishna consciousness. So <clears throat> And then I moved into the. I, I moved. I, I uh, lived in the forest for some time, and <clears throat> I had thought that all the problems for my spiritual advancement and attaining nirvana are some external circumstances. 
and some difficult, some external external obstacles. And then I lived in a forest alone, <clears throat> eating some kind of um, bark and some other things. It was uh, lots of fun, definitely. And then uh, I remember how I started <clears throat> first thinking about my friends, then thinking about my grandfather, the priest who knew all the herbs which are good for different things. And I thought, oh, and I will never see him again. I didn't learn from him. Then I started thinking, uh, come on, I could do some sattvic work, maybe a forester, you know, in the forest. It's still in the forest, but, you know, something, some structure, clarity. <clears throat> and then, uh, after a few more days, I uh, started thinking about um, how my parents are such dutiful, responsible, honest people, and um, I'll probably n not going to see them. And uh, then, <clears throat> so day after day, so many... So many things were coming up, and then, yeah, and then one morning I went and <clears throat> to the uh, river nearby to get some water, and it was finally a sunny day, and as I was just about to collect some water, I looked, and the whole bottom was shining, sparkling. Some golden uh, little uh, sparkles were there, so I, you know, I took one of them and I see it's, it looks like gold. So I thought, my God, this is gold. I mean, it's actually the place where they they, they find gold. So I thought, oh, so maybe I can pan gold, right? So I tried, it didn't really work. I didn't know how to do this, but then I started immediately calculating. Okay, so. <clears throat> One gram costs like this, so how much? I should probably pan two kilos. It will be that many. No, three kilos, three kilos. I should pan three kilos. And then what will I do? I'll probably, oh, that, that, that friend of mine is so good, I'll buy him a good car. He likes cars. I'll buy him a good car. And then maybe I'll... <clears throat> and so instead of chanting mantras and, and meditating on the sutras about nirvana and mahaparinirvana, I was counting how many kilos of gold I will be <laughs> planning <laughs> from the <clears throat> So then I was surprised that I was running for 8,000 kilometers away from the obstacles, and it turns out all the obstacles are inside. All the obstacles are inside. They are not outside, they are inside. So then... And afterwards, I was reading the Bhagavad Gita where Krishna tells Arjuna, Arjuna, do not think, if you go to the forest, that karma is immediately finished. No, no, no. It's not just by stopping work that you are free from karma. I was, yes, yes, I know, I know. I, 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 did, I tried it, I know. <laughs> not just by going to forest, you become free. <laughs> I did go. and It, it was all inside. <clears throat> it was very funny. I mean, now it's very funny. Then it was not very funny. <laughs> so discovering, yes. Gold? Yeah, that's sometimes, not all, sometimes they ask, not always they ask this. <laughs> My Bhakta leader, you know, when I told him this, he, he said, uh, where is that river? <laughs> do, you still do you still remember? Can you find that river? <laughs> It 
will certainly it would certainly sound more cool if I said uh, I don't care, but actually it was not gold, you know. <laughs> I, I I picked a few, I collected some, and then after a few days it turned green. <laughs> it's I think they call it fool's gold. Fool's gold, yeah. It's some kind of a it's yellow, but only in the beginning. Uh, mica, mica. Huh? Pyrite, yeah, and also some kind of yeah, it's some kind of pyrite mica. So it, it's it's not gold, yes. So it's it's not that it's not that I just you know. But even if it were gold, gold, you know. It's jai. <clears throat> Yes, so today is Akshaya Tritya, so our coming to the temple is like coming to the temple a million times. Again, it doesn't mean we should be satisfied. <laughs> so, Anartas. Anartas are <coughs> inside, and um, there are four main categories that are discussed by Vishnachakrati Thakur and by Bhaktivinoda Thakur four main categories. They are given slightly different names <clears throat> by Vishnachakarati Thakur and Bhaktivinoda Thakur. So, Bhaktivinoda Thakur, interestingly enough, calls them Hridaya Durbalya, weakness of heart, Aparada, Srila Prabhupada speaks about weakness of heart in chapter 15 of the Gita. Aparada offenses, all kinds of offenses. So that that's this we have heard. Asat Trishna, material desires. Trishna means thirst or strong desire for asat, for what is not eternal, not real. In the <clears throat> ultimate sense. And tattva vibrama. Tattva means truth or absolute truth, and vibrama means bewilderment. <clears throat> so we are bewildered or ignorant about, or confused about the truth. So these four, these are the four categories of anartas. <clears throat> these are the four categories of anartas. Vishnachakrati Thakur, uh, it's quite interesting, he gives uh, slightly different names to them. So this Tattva Vibrama, Vishnachakrati Thakur calls uh, Dushkritota Anartas, Anartas arising from sin. So the result of sinful karma is some kind of illusion, ignorance, or confusion. And we will see it is expanded into four subcategories. So it's illusion about four things in spiritual life. <clears throat> we are coming to this shortly. Uh, Asatrishna, material desires or desires for uh, something temporary. <clears throat> Vishnachakarati Thakur calls Sukritota Anartas in Madhurikadamini. Anartas coming from piety, from pious activities. So this is our karma. What is karma? Karma is pious activities and sinful activities. Good acts and bad acts. When we <clears throat> hurt somebody, sinful, and we help somebody, it's 
pious. So these are, this is sin and pious. That's all what karma is. And that's why we take birth again and again. <clears throat> so yesterday somebody was asking about how does karma stop for a devotee. So the, what is karma? Karma is sin and piety. And how does it stop for a devotee? We will see in a moment. Because these, these are the two main manifestations. I mean, this is what karma is. Sin and piety. All karma, all acts are either uh, sinful or pious. If something is not sinful or not pious, it's not karma. This is yoga. This is something different. Hridaya <clears throat> Dorbalyam, weakness of heart, is uh, what Vishnachakaritaku calls uh, bhaktyutta anartas. Anartas that arise in the process of performing, performing bhakti. It's also quite interesting that how can bhakti produce anartas? It does not produce anartas, it just produce, can produce opportunities. And then <clears throat> if we are weak, not determined, not focused on Krishna, we may give in to some temptations, which we didn't have before. So this is weakness of heart. It's completely opposite of what the last hundred years is described in the Western art and culture. In the Western art and culture, very frequently you see that weakness of heart is not following your desires, material desires. And if you uh, follow your material desires, it's called courage. Not in the yoga text. In the yoga text, it's called weakness of the heart. Because you lose the actual goal of life from uh, your sight. And you give in to some temporary things, temporary desires. As my friend Patri says, if you come to a, a, uh, if you make friends with a very, very rich person and he's saying, can I give something? Can I help you in some way? And then you say, okay, can you please give me one uh, balloon? No. You know? Okay, have a balloon. So asking, like coming to Krishna, coming to Bhakti, which can uh, fulfill any desire and can give anything, and if we are satisfied with some temporary material things, it's like uh, taking a piece of ash from a king who offers you his whole treasury. So Krishna wants to give you so much more. And instead of that, we we become... Because of weakness of the heart, you become attracted to something else. So these are eight main categories of anartas. Sorry, four main, four main categories of anartas, which have all of them four subcategories. Uh, any, any questions or comments here? Do we need to identify our desires? Like, which desire comes under which... Uh, Heading. Yeah. Of any help in terms of uh, uh, our introspection and uh, analysis of where we are, kind of. Yes. And it's not so... It's not so complicated. 
Do yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> as we uh, now expand, as we will expand each of these uh, clouds of anartas, you can you will see it's not so uh, complicated to identify which category it is, because these are just the main uh, umbrella categories. But then mm, now, as we see what are the uh, parts of that, you will see that it's not so not so uh, complicated. Yeah, it helps. It helps why? Because uh, Vishnacha Kartitakur also gives uh, stages of eradication of these anartas, <clears throat> which is very fascinating subject. How, when, which anartha is uh, removed to which extent? <clears throat> So he gives uh, several he gives several stages of purification, partial or in Sanskrit ekadesha vartini. So ekadesha, a little bit purified partially here and there. It's 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 uh, purified. Yeah. At, um, attachment to uh, to like for example <clears throat> attachment to nice food. So when you see some uh, non-vegetarian food or some food cooked by non-devotees, you look at it and you feel, ah, ah. But then you see, you come to Govinda, so you come to the devotee uh, food stall and you see a nice pizza, a nice burger. And so, okay, so here you, I'm clean, here I'm, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so it's uh, partial, right? <clears throat> then Bahudesha uh, Vartini, this is <clears throat> pervasive, it means mostly, mostly clean, right? You see even the burger and you think, it's okay, I've eaten enough burgers. I may buy it, but I'm not <laughs> so attached, so pervasive. <clears throat> the second stage he gives. Then the next one, <clears throat> praiki in Sanskrit. Almost, almost complete, praiki. So that means practically doesn't come up. It, only in some special, circum, special situations it comes up. And then kompurna, uh, <clears throat> it's complete. So that means it doesn't come up. But some trace, some smell of it remains. And like anger or some, some, some kind of bad quality. Sometimes something may come up, some shadow of it, glimpse of it. They give the example of asafetida, hing. If you have a box with asafetida and then you wash it, what the box will smell of? It still smells of asafetida. <laughs> it's such a strong smell. <clears throat> so this is, uh, these are anartas. Have you, uh, you know asafetida? It's, it's a very strong spice. It has a very, very strong smell. Yeah, it's almost impossible. If, if, if it was there in the box, almost impossible to, to remove this smell. <laughs> Some, sometimes devotees are requested to bring good asafetida from India, 
So you have to, you, you, you put it in uh, five plastic bags and still your whole, your whole suitcase is <laughs> smelling like a suhitida. <clears throat> so uh, maybe, actually there is no suhitida in the suitcase and it still smells. Right? Some smell may be there or in the box. So traces are there. And then atyantiki, absolutely. How many? Five? Yeah. One, two, three, four, five, six. Okay, six stages of purification from the anartas. It's an, it's an interesting... It's, it's, some interesting points will come from this. Now... <clears throat> yes? Exactly clear sometimes about what are the kind of anarthas that arise from bhakti versus aparad. It seems, it seems like you commit aparad more when you're practicing bhakti. You know, like mm-hmm. what is? I'm not like. Is there some yeah. description <clears throat> of what is the kind of? The main distinction is a very simple de- uh, definition of aparada or offense means it's disrespect or offense, insult, right? So it's some kind of a disrespect. And there are four kinds of it. Whereas uh, bhaktyutanartas, or weakness of heart, anartas coming in the process of bhakti, <clears throat> are uh, attachments to some opportunities which were not there before. Sometimes we come to the practice of, of bhakti, and we don't want anything, anything in the material world. Oftentimes, we come with very high aspirations. We <clears throat> just want to advance spiritually, and then uh, all of a sudden, everybody starts respecting us, or they make you uh, the project leader. They say, "Okay, go there and start a restaurant." Or as Narayana Madhuri said, that after uh, six months. They were sent from Boston to Miami to open a new temple. I often joke that in nowhere you can make such a quick career as in our society. <laughs> Very quickly they will give you big responsibility. Yeah, you can be given big responsibility. <clears throat> so, and of course, Srila Prabhupada was very expert and he gave such empowerment and indeed amazing things were happening. <clears throat> And they are still a hap- they are still happening. There's unlimited uh, field for wonderful service. So many things can be done. Like, so I have a friend who came to one country. He started preaching. He was very successful, very active. But the old management uh, didn't like. He, he he seemed to be too disruptive, too active, too too forward-thinking, too energetic to their liking. So he told to his, uh, he told his spiritual uh, master that, okay, they do not cooperate and they seem to even don't, not to like what I'm doing. So his spiritual master said, okay, you just uh, start your own project. Okay, so he com- went out completely. To, he went to a student campus and he started preaching and he attracted uh, 5, 10, 50, 100 students. Then he attracted 500 people. And then he 
It was so funny. He, he, he went to a casino and he told the casino owner <coughs> that uh, your casino is called Radarani. So you should give this casino to us. This is wrong. You should not have a casino named Radarani. You, you, you gave the name Radarani, so it, it should not be used a casino. Give it for us as a temple. And somehow or other, he convinced the person. Oh, yeah, true, yes, that's right. You know, casino is not good. And Radharani, yeah, that's, that's Krishna's uh, energy. Yeah, why not? <laughs> he convinced him to give him the whole big building as a temple. <laughs> then he opened, opened two, two guest houses, a gurukul, this, that. And then I think a few thousand people community. And with uh, then he created uh, leaders <clears throat> to... To, and then he had to see that the leaders do not quarrel between themselves. And then finally the old structure, the old temple, the old management, they just merged back into his system as a small part. <laughs> <clears throat> so a lot of uh, success may come. Yeah, or Naraini Madri. So they were sent to open the Miami temple after six months in Krishna consciousness. And they were, it was 72, I think, yes. And they were in ye the yellow bedsheets. And they were actually bedsheets. You know, those days we didn't have, it turns out, saris and, uh, and uh, uh, dhotis. In fact, both were the same. Saris and dhotis were the same bedsheets. <laughs> Put together. Not only that, uh, Narani Maji was saying that you didn't even own. Everybody had a yellow bedsheet. <laughs> Both uh, Brahmachari, Brahmacharinis, uh, and Grihastas, married and unmarried, all had the same yellow bedsheets. And uh, in the evening, you would come and you would put it in the box, and somebody would wash it. And in the morning, it would be in the other box, washed. So if you came early, you get to choose. If you come late, you get what's there. <laughs> It's a real, really very communal <laughs> type of, and uh, th this is where you know. Nowadays, you can see it's very fashionable to have different color socks and different color shoes. Yeah, it's very high hot couture. It's top, uh, top style fashion. So we started it. <laughs> so sometimes we th we think that it started because of because devotees were careless. They didn't care. No, they they just were no. <laughs> Socks of the same color. It's not that devotees were colorblind or <laughs> totally callous. They just came to the box too late, you know. And okay, here's a green one. Where is another green? No, no other green. Only one. The only green and the red. I guess that's what I have to wear. <laughs> so, so they, they wear different color socks. <laughs> that's how this uh, fashion started. <laughs> so with, with these uh, yellow bed sheets and box, banana box, where they had a spare pair of bed sheets. <laughs> they were on the road hitchhiking from Boston down to Miami to start a temple. And they did. <laughs> and, and they had no money. In New York, they have been given, they were given some Back to Godhead magazines so they could distribute and keep a little money so that they have some seed money for, anyway, so that's what I'm saying, that you may come with nothing, and then very quickly you ha can be given some responsibility. And then if we are not uh, careful, we may be 
uh, we may be, become attached. Okay, this is uh, my position. You may, so we are given position, and we, we may become attached to the position. And then from position comes uh, maybe some kind of envy of, of others, or co you can say competition, rivalry with others. And from rivalry comes politics, and from politics comes... So these are the Bhaktiuttanartas. <clears throat> So this is giving in to uh, some either perks or, or opportunities which were absent before. Before you, you didn't have anything and you didn't care. And now all of a sudden you are a temple president. Or <laughs> as Hridananda uh, uh, Maharaj was saying that the first time he was given he joined, he was a bhakta, and then he was told, okay, to bring two newer bhaktas to a harinam two blocks down. There was a harinam singing. So he took two new, newer devotees, and he was uh, leading them to the harinam, to the place where they were singing, and all the way he was instructing them. You should do like this, that's how you do, that's that's what you do. This is So he, he says that after uh, one block, they, they they told him, "Can you you know shut up for a while? <laughs> Can you stop giving instructions every step of the way?" <laughs> we feel <clears throat> all of a sudden, <laughs> all of a, it's one of the all of a sudden we know everything. This was what the wife of uh, the first temple president of mine. <clears throat> was saying that you become a devotee and you walk down the street, you look at the world, and you know everything. <laughs> yeah, you know everything. You know, Krishna is the supreme. This is his energy. And we are his servants. What else is there to know? <laughs> anyway, so that's Bhaktiuta. This is coming in Bhakti, and some false pride, false uh, position, and then if we're not careful, we can become attached. <clears throat> so yeah, let's see what are the constituent parts of each of these, <clears throat> each of these um, anartas. So since we have started speaking about weakness of heart or bhaktiutta, anartas coming in bhakti. Can everybody read? Can you? Can you see there? <clears throat> so they are listed from gross to subtle. Tucha, tucha asakti, attachment to tucha, insignificant. Asakti, attachment, tucha, something very insignificant. Actually, tucha is the, there is one word Srila Prabhupada uses in his books a couple times, onomatopoeic. It's a very rare word. <laughs> this is when a word uh, imitates the sound. Uh, so we have like ha ha, or uh, is it funny, strange, or funny ha ha, or you know, or uh, we have cuckoo, you know, or cooing. So some, some words that imitate the sound. So this is one of these words, tucha. So it imitates the sound of spitting. Tucha. <laughs> <laughs> This is the imitation of that. <laughs> so tucha means insignificant, you know, uh, spit worthy, worthy of spitting. Yes. 
<clears throat> so as compared to the spiritual spiritual world. So tuccha uh, asakti, becoming attached to some insignificant things. Then kutinati, this also is kutinati. It's like intrigues, polit- pol- uh, politics, and um, and uh, cr- criticism that will manifest as criticism. So you can see uh, um, they they go from more gross to more subtle. Then matsarya is hostility or rivalry or competition or envy. Whenever Srila Prabhupada says envy, in most cases uh, it means wishing somebody ill, that wishing so- that somebody suffers, what we would call probably like black envy. It's not what we would normally call envy, that, oh, he has it and I don't, I want it. <clears throat> because Prabhupada says we are envious of, anim- <clears throat> of animals. It's not that, you know, we, we see the cow and we think, oh, I also like this grass. Or <laughs> no, envious in that sense means we are hostile. We are hostile. <clears throat> we don't, uh, we are not, ki- not kind. So here also, Mansarya means uh, hostility or envy. Starts with rivalry and then, <clears throat> then turns into hostility. But the root of all of it, the very root from which everything else comes, is svapratishtata, status, having some status, whatever it is. And we get whatever higher or smaller status. Sometimes before I had no status. And then all of a sudden uh, I'm made uh, a bhakta leader, the uh, guide of three, devo- three new devotees. And yes, I'm a big, <laughs> a big uh, leader. <laughs> and then I'm becoming, becoming attached and I try to main, you know, protect my position. <laughs> Sapratishtata. Given some responsibility, and, and it's. Uh, if we are not careful, it can devolve, it can go down into very weird, weird forms. So the person comes and joins. Such a beautiful, nice person. Such a nice person. And then you give some title to this person. And then all of a sudden, some competition starts, some envy begins, something else begins, right? So it wasn't there before. They started doing devotional service and it came up. So that's weakness of heart. This is what is bhaktiutta anarta. It doesn't mean there should be no responsibility. It's just that we need to see what it is. We should know it. This is why it's very important to discuss it. It's very important to know that these things will come up. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu says that we plant a seed of bhakti, bhakti lada, and then it grows and it goes uh, higher. At first it, go, it goes to higher realms, then it goes to higher planets, and then it goes to the planets of sages, then it goes to the uh, coverings of the universe, then it goes to the spiritual world, then it goes to Krishna's lotus feet, feet and blossoms and produces the fruit of prema. And when you taste the fruit of prema, you are free. You just take one bite of the fruit of prema and every, everything material is finished. Sounds very inspiring, right? The problem is <clears throat> we have to let it grow beyond because sometimes it grows to the heavenly planets. What does it mean? It means you get some uh, perks. And we think, yes, my life is successful. I, now I have five dhotis. 
That's it. <laughs> you know, five pieces <laughs> from India, uh, from silk. <laughs> ha ha. <laughs> and uh, we become attached and we stop. I mean, I'm making it a little exaggerated. Can be in different, can be different things. So <clears throat> we need to know that all kinds of opportunities unexpectedly will come, and we need to not get stuck. We need to keep let the bhakti lata grow further, that it can keep growing. In this case, the good is the enemy of the great. In this particular case, you know, there some things may be nice, but they are uh, the enemy of the growth, for the growth. So, Svapratishtata, this is the root of all. And it's not just fame. Sometimes we say it's fame. It's not just fame, although fame could be part of it. It's position or <clears throat> status. Not everybody wants fame. <clears throat> some, of our, some of us are rather introverted, <clears throat> too, or too introverted for that. But some status we want. Uh, or some people uh, are so eager to have fame that they will settle for notoriety, negative fame. Yeah, they will settle for negative fame. They will start some crazy campaign on internet. They will start some crazy uh, on some, you know, minuscule issue. Like if you if you look at it from the point of view of eternity, it's worth nothing but they will blow it up to the universal proportions and they will go on crusade for some, you know, like half a letter or half a something, half a, you know, something like so small. And uh, then they will go and from that uh, status, they will go to competition, from that they will go to criticism, and unfortunately, from criticism, very frequently, it will go to material desires, gross material desires, <clears throat> and some oftentimes gross material things. There are more than four listed, but these are like four <clears throat> prominent, and they are in sequence. <clears throat> and they start with Svapratishtatam. So these are Bhaktiuttanartas, or weakness of heart, weakness of heart. Which sort of gives us hope, because if it's weakness of heart, if you are strong of heart, strong of heart, is that a proper expression? <clears throat> if you overcome the weakness, if you keep the goal in sight, if you remember, then you can just continue. And you just go on. Of course, again, uh, Raghunath Das Gosami, <clears throat> he deals with them. Also, in his Manakshiksha, it's very interesting, he deals first with... Uh, six enemies, lust, anger, greed, and so forth, which will be like this uh, uh, insignificant attachment to... Okay, here it's translated, Tucha is translated as attachment to objects not related to Krishna. So that's what's insignificant. <clears throat> then, uh, so he starts with that. Then he speaks about Kutinati. Deceitfulness or fault-finding. So this we quoted yesterday. The donkey urine of criticism in the evening. We spoke about it. And uh, so underlying is envy. And uh, this, the, more subtle, the most subtle is desire for fame, pratishta. <clears throat> and uh, what is the 
remedy Raghunath Das Goswami gives for, he gives remedy for each of these. On each, for each of these stages, he gives a solution, a medicine, very effective medicine. For each of these, there is a medicine. <clears throat> on, on every stage. Any questions or comments here? Any points? <clears throat> Is it time for good news or? Yes. Amnaya Sutra. This is where Bhaktivinoda Thakur sort of collected. <clears throat> Amnaya basically means um, the summary of sacred texts. And Sutra also means in, put in a short, concise, terse form. <clears throat> but it's also listed in um, Bhajana Rahasya by Bhaktivinoda Thakur. So Bhaktivinoda Thakur develops this. And uh, we see that Vishnath Chakrati Thakur discussed this a uh, couple hundred years before him, before that. So you can see each Acharya says, I could say more, but I do not, but I do not want to increase the volume of the book. Each Acharya says it. And uh, <clears throat> so it almost looks like, like each generation can write uh, uh, you know, a thousand commentaries. And then the next generation can expand it further. Of course, in the, in the line of uh, our Acharyas, and based on <clears throat> this, and also based on our pure connection with Krishna, but uh, Bhaktisiddhantaji, when I think the police commissioner asked him, how can you publish a daily newspaper uh, about, spirit, about spiritual life? Okay, news of this world you can maybe publish, but you know about spiritual life. You know how can you publish a newspaper? What's new about <laughs> spiritual life? So Bhaktisiddhanta just said, uh, we can publish a newspaper with news from the spiritual world every second, <laughs> because spiritual world is infinitely greater. <clears throat> So you see, Vishnacha Thakur, he puts something. Before him, something is there. Vishnacha Thakur beautifully expands. After him, Bhaktivinoda Thakur expands much more. <clears throat> and Bhaktisiddhantaji, he expands in his Chaitanya Charitamrita commentaries. So now it's your turn. <clears throat> yes. um, so by blocking the Anarthas or by Stopping them, that's how we stop uh, self-sabotage? Yes, yes, exactly. That's a nice like word. For material, for the material world, right? Okay. <clears throat> All right. Now, <clears throat> we have three other categories with four parts each. So I'm thinking, should I give you the good news first or, or the bad news and then good news or just good news and good news let me give you good news and good news okay <clears throat> and then this we will expand upon 
tomorrow morning. <clears throat> so you can see. <clears throat> so it sounds very scary. Oh, Pratishtasha, desire, pride, or false pride <clears throat> in uh, bhakti, in devotional service, or <clears throat> fault-finding and criticism. Oh, how will I ever be free? Yes. And uh, true, mm. despite all our enthusiasm, we should not forget, Krishna's Kavaraj Goswami says, Bahujanma Koryadi Shavana Kirtana Tabutonapaya Krishna Pade Premadana. One can chant and hear and practice bhakti for thousands of lives and still not attain the success of having uh, obtaining the pure love at the lotus the treasure of pure love of the lotus feet of Krishna. Lord Krishna. So, on one hand, it's the best, quickest, and safest path. Srila Prabhupada says, once begun, one will be forcibly dragged to success. Hmm. Dragged, we don't like, but to success sounds good. <laughs> uh, and then we see the, each particular obstacle, and they may look intimidating. But look here. Here's the <clears throat> chart of eradication of the anarthas. You can see uh, Vishnachakarya Thakur has grouped them together, this Dushkitota Sukritota, or Asatrishna and um, Tattva Vibrama, ignorance and um, attachment, material desires. He put them to together because they are just karma. Right? And... Um, <clears throat> Bhaktyuta, which come from bhakti, in bhakti, which before we might have not had this, you know, like pride, attachment to position or something. We, we had no position. So how could we had, have been attached to the position? We didn't have any position. You know? We flunked out of, of the uh, university and we were, you know, so what position did we have? We had no position. And then all of a sudden you are put as a temple president and yes, I'm, you must respect me. That's uh, for Krishna. You're, you must respect me because you will benefit and that will be my service to Krishna. <laughs> and uh, I must be rich for Krishna. Yes? For preaching, I must be driving, we must be driving only Lexus or what is the proper American big expensive car? Tesla. Tesla? Oh, nowadays it's Tesla. Tesla sounds too vegetarian for. <laughs> <laughs> and, and not expensive enough, <clears throat> actually. Huh? Uh, they are more expensive. Mercedes-Benz, not Mercedes, Maybach, Maybach, you know, if I drive Mercedes-Benz custom-made, you know, half a million dollars, then if I come, people will say, yes, that's respectable people, and they will be more inspired to join Bhakti, right? It's for preaching, it's for Krishna, Prabhu. Don't blame me, I'm, I'm spending money for Maybach, <laughs> Mercedes, <laughs> half a million dollar Mercedes, don't blame me, it's for Krishna, it's for service. It, you know, Srila Prabhupada said it should be a golden car. <laughs> <coughs> <laughs>
anyway, it's uh, so and Bhaktiuta. But uh, you can see uh, Vishnacha Kartitakur says, where you are already uh, purified, already at Bhajana Kriya means you just begin to chant and read. Already partially it, you are purified. Already you are partially purified. You just read and you un- and, and you and you understand. Okay, uh, we are ve- we are vegetarians. We need to respect. We need you know. Already we know something. Then you can. It's quite interesting. Anartha Nivriti. You sort of skip through uh, one, two, through at Anartha Nivriti. You fast forward through pervasive and almost complete. So it looks like Anartha Nivriti is the main. Uh, the, the stage of purification uh, is the main area where you quickly remove all of these uh, bhaktiyuta weakness of heart uh, uh, obstacles coming in the process of bhakti yoga. <clears throat> so they are they are not so formidable. They are not so in themselves. They are not so uh, scary or not so strong. <clears throat> so already. And at nishta, as soon as you come at, to nishta or steadiness, or as we mentioned, 50-50, just as long as Krishna in, uh, interest of uh, of Krishna becomes at least half, 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 okay, half for me, half for you, <laughs> or 49-50, okay, 49 for me, 51 for you. <laughs> so it's steady. Already, it's complete, complete. So only some traces can, some smell. Can remain, you know, of these anarthas. Uh, and also, you can see, if you if you look, this is the question asked yesterday about how karma is removed for devotees. So, sin and piety is almost completely removed already at bhajana kriya. <clears throat> when you just begin uh, your practice, just begin reading and associating with devotees. So we will discuss this tomorrow. It's, it makes total sense. It's very simple. It's very straightforward. I noticed this only last year. It's very clear. It's very logical. <clears throat> and again, at Nishta, when we become at least 50-50, or 49-51, so when at least you become steady, again, complete. Complete freedom of obstacles uh, coming from sin and piety. So these are good news and good news. <laughs> So devotees, dear devotees, take heart. <laughs> uh, it acts very well and very nicely. The acharyas have, the teachers have put it in a very systematic chart. It's all clear. Some of you look doubtful because anartha nivriti seems big. Okay. <laughs> okay. This we will address tomorrow. Some last question, comment here? Offenseless until you reach the stage of nishta. Can you say that you are not offenseless till you reach the stage of nishta? Kanishta until nishta. Depends on what kind of offenses, but uh, you can see yeah, this is the the more scary part here. This is why we are so so much cautioned against offense because you can see even at prema, it's not absolute. 
meaning even at prema until we before we meet Krishna personally, even at prema, some smell or aroma or trace of previous anarta, uh, offenses remains. Because what is, especially if it's a personal offense, you know, if you, uh, if, if there, there is bad blood, fortunately, I mean, hopefully not blood, but some bad feelings between devotees, then even at a high level, some, it will trigger something when you see him. Right? So some trace can be there. And therefore you can see <clears throat> that even gopis who are with Krishna, who have returned to Vrindavan, still a little tiny, little, tiny, tiny little uh, further progress is to be made. There, they, they are called by Krishna and they are stopped. They cannot go. Which is a large, large topic. But... Uh, <clears throat> it shows um, it, it's the evening part, suffering in spiritual life. <laughs> so that's why we are so cautioned against apparat <clears throat> or offenses. Offenses. But uh, most of offenses, yes, like for chanting, for uh, deity worship, for, for you know, most of them will be. You can see it, at Nishta it's pervasive. Very pervasive. Thank you very much, dear uh, w spiritual warriors, <laughs> on the quest for the treasure of Krishna Prema. <laughs> Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Ram, Hare Ram, Ram Ram, Hare Hare, Shishi Radha Madan Mohan Ki Jai. This is such a nice prayer. Jaitam suratau pangor mamamanda matergati matsarva sapadam bhojo <coughs> Radhamadana Mohanau uh, <coughs> Dear Radhamadana Mohan, all glories to you. <coughs> Your lotus feet are my everything. Because I am uh, disabled. Yeah, nowadays, what do you say nowadays? You, can't, you cannot say crippled nowadays. <laughs> it's not politically, I mean, it's not respectful enough, crippled, you know. Oh, you call me crippled? <laughs> but, ah, challenged. Physically challenged, yes. So, Krishnas Karaj Goswami says, Pangu, I'm crippled. I'm crippled. And you are my only hope because my, you are so merciful. So, your lotus feet are my everything. And, and, and also, not only that, he says, I'm stupid, my God. He says, I'm manda, manda mati. My brain is manda mati, slow, sluggish, dull. And I'm pangu, I'm lame. But you are so kind, You're so kind, Madam, Madana, Radha Madana Mohanam. So please <clears throat> help me. Hare Krishna. Thank you very much.